In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Today is called Bible Sunday in our tradition because the Word of God is emphasized in the lessons and collect. St. Paul tells us that the Bible is written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. We pray in the collect that we might read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the scriptures in order to retain, to hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Hope is emphasized particularly in the epistle where it appears a, a few times. Hope is one of the theological virtues along with faith and love. Hope is the inner assurance that God will fulfill his promises. God's word fills us with hope because God will do what he says he will do. As Jesus said in the gospel, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The exhortation the Bible reading is undermined in our culture by people who approach the Bible primarily as a source of proof texts for various arguments, as though the Bible were given to us primarily for argumentation rather than for spiritual formation. We will miss the central point of the Bible unless we read it as a story, unless we read it as our story, the story in which we are living. We all live in a story. There is an overarching narrative that governs our lives. And sometimes we are not even aware of the story we are living in. Some Christians live in the wrong story. Faith is an idea about Christ that exists in their minds. But they live in a story that is narrated by their past, by various influences from the media, or by some other temporal influence. The Bible is the true narrative of the human condition. It teaches us that God created us in his image. It teaches us that sin separated us from God and disfigured the image of God in us. The Bible teaches us that God brought us back into a relationship with himself through the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that God is working within us through the Holy Spirit to recreate us in his image, which is the image of Christ. The Bible teaches us that God will bring this world and our lives to the redemptive conclusion he has planned for it. It will happen. We live in God's story through the spiritual discipline of Bible reading. As we read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the scriptures, the biblical narrative gradually seeps into our own narrative DNA. We learn to see things from the perspective of God and his kingdom and not through the lens of temporal urgencies in the world. God's word ministers to us the grace of forgiveness for our sins and 
comfort in our various afflictions. And the virtue of hope gradually supplants the despair that comes from the world. That we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. There are other stories that compete with the Bible for our allegiance. The narrative of the world teaches us that we do not know where we have come from. And we do not know where we are going. We are a random product of impersonal forces of evolution with no defined destiny. Therefore, we must create our own meaning and our own destiny. And we are encouraged to do this freely and boldly so that we might with some amount of arrogance say at the end in the words of a well-known song, I did it my way. But there is a problem with this. After I have boldly created my own meaning and destiny, I know deep down inside that I made it up. Because it is my creation and not God's, there is no substance to it. God's word will not pass away, but mine probably will. Thus, I know subconsciously that it isn't going to work. Even if I convince my conscious self to feverishly pursue my futile vision. To be committed to something that we know deep down inside is not going to work is the root of our societal despair, which is the opposite of hope. The great anxiety of our world results from the attempt to avoid the futility of our self-created worlds and meanings. We work harder and harder to control things, to conform reality to our chosen meanings and purposes, only to discover that God's creation cannot be conformed to our meanings. In fact, we will be conformed to God's reality, either in the glory of redemption that fulfills our hope or in the weeping and gnashing of teeth that accompanies judgment. The narrative of the world is communicated to us through various forms of media, through the unspoken assumptions <clears throat> that govern business and the pursuit of pleasure and happiness in the world, and through the influence of others who live in the world's story. We adopt the world's narrative by a kind of osmosis. Consequently, we must intentionally practice spiritual disciplines to reorient our lives and bring them back into God's story. Bible reading and study are essential to this reorientation. In our tradition, the Bible narrates our life of prayer in two ways. First, the Bible provides the narrative for each Sunday of the church year as we live through the story of our redemption, beginning with the expectation of Christ's coming in Advent and living through the various events of his life and death and resurrection and ascension until we come to the descent of the Spirit on Pentecost. 
Second, we read the Bible in the daily offices of morning and evening prayer. Our lectionary provides daily readings that highlight the themes of each season and help us live in the story of that season rather than the story of the world. As we read the Bible each day, its themes and its story reshapes our thoughts and redirects our behavior. Our experience of time has changed as we live in God's story rather than in the futile narrative of the world. Through the Holy Scriptures, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, reminding us how Christ has saved us in the past, pointing us forward to the new creation God has promised and is preparing us for, and ministering to us the grace of redemption right now. Past and future continually meet in the present, enabling us to experience the grace of God and cultivating within us the virtue of hope. Bible reading is the antidote to the story of the world, which teaches us to forget the past, create a make-believe future, and then work feverishly to build that which cannot be a pattern which cultivates anxiety and despair. The discipline of Bible reading takes time and commitment. One has to work at it. Sometimes it is inspiring to read the Bible, but sometimes it is merely a daily grind, like every other meaningful thing we do in our lives. Here we must make an honest observation. It is amazing how disciplined we can be with things we find important, whether we find them exciting or not so exciting in a given day, how disciplined we can be about things in the, in the business, personal, and recreation areas of our lives, but how undisciplined we can be with our prayer. I don't have time somehow doesn't apply to my sports, my gaming, or my hobby, only to the space I try to create for prayer and Bible reading. This is the problem. If we take our existing schedule as a given and try to fit our lives of prayer into that schedule, we will never have time. But this is backward. We need to start as disciples of Christ who confess that he is Lord and Savior with our framework of worship and prayer. That must be the given. And then find out what temporal things must go to make room for the eternal things. Rearranging our time is the most important aspect of discipleship. Faith does not transform the lives of many Christians because the disciplines of faith are not allowed to change how they actually live in time. And the biblical narrative is not allowed to change the story they are living in. Faith is an idea or series of beliefs that exists in their minds but never touches the actual living of life in a body except as a place to go to in times of emergency.
Advent is a season to get our priorities straight and to rearrange the liturgies of our lives so that we are always getting ready for Christ to come, so that we are always receiving Christ now in anticipation of his coming in glory at the end of time. Bible Sunday exhorts us to establish the spiritual discipline of Bible reading and study as the center and foundation of our lives, to read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest God's word so that we embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of resurrection and life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.